Hey guys, it's Billy Wayne, the host with the least amount of knowledge here on Grown Local. I just want to remind you guys, we're on Twitter at Grown Local. Just, and then we're also on Instagram at Grown Local Pod. And we have a Patreon where you can get bonus footage of bonus episodes where we really let Mike nerd out on these little things called dime bags. And then we have bonus interviews with the... Successful stoners and things like that. It's coming up. So, and if you want to learn to grow, get our tier two, where Mike and I will teach you to grow by my failures. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Light it up. Here it comes. Relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. <laughs> oh, you're going to get some more of that laugh because oh. we just got back from... We just got back from South Humboldt, you guys. Uh, Michael, quiet. So hum. That, that's what the so locals hum. call it, the so hum. But not the people in South Humboldt. Mm-mm. They call it Southern Humboldt. Very specific about that. They were every. I didn't. I noticed. I didn't ask. I just noticed <laughs> that everyone there. They were like it's Southern Humboldt. The way they said it. You're like okay. Well, I mean, if it makes sense, all the northern Humboldt, that's the metropolis. That's the fast-paced city life. So they don't have time to, like, say elongate southern Humboldt. So they say, so hum. But it is funny, like, going that last day, going back into uh, Arcata, I mean, Eureka, after we'd spent so much time in the hills and stuff. Like when we did go back in that last day, I was like, oh, "This is this is a little much." I do. I could see where, I could see where people were like, "Oh, this this is crazy." So many cars, multiple fast just, food restaurants. It's just loud. Everything's loud and big and metal. It was just it's just kind of funny to go back in there. Like, oh, I bet. Like if you've been back there for a couple of weeks, you go in here. Like, I don't. I'm gonna shoot the the metal birds. <laughs> Well, what I really want to do is I want to take us on a trip where we just spend an entire summer just on a farm in southern Humboldt and then fly directly from there to L.A. So, like, it's no, like, middle-of-the-road type of thing. We just go straight back into a city. I've done that. No, but even, like, the Arcada and Eureka kind of medium that you get into. But like, Oh, I, wanna... I see what you're saying. Like, directly from the hills to a plane, you land back in L.A. Possibly blindfolded. Well, that's you're just adding a whole different thing that doesn't matter. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one that freaked me out. I spent six or seven days in, in Alaska... Uh, during the winter, it, it was just like you know, it's just like snow and quiet and kind of serene, peaceful. 
there and then I flew back down straight to LA and then like for two days I did not like I was like this is it was literally like the whole time I was like what are we doing here this is just we haven't there's too many people just on this hill I live on alone there's too many people <laughs> well so um, Grants Pass in Oregon it's about the size of Eureka and um, when I spent the two months basically on the hill and then coming back down into Eureka, it's just nothing but panic attack. Like, you know, it was two months of just sitting in a cabin, not driving. So then all of a sudden you're driving again and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I shouldn't move this fast. Was okay. What did you? Okay. Let's explain why we went back. Okay. Let's. And first of all, you guys, sorry we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, Mike and I thought we would do one when we got to Humboldt on Thursday night, and then we got there and we were both exhausted. And we we're like, "Yeah, we're just, we're just gonna have to." Sorry, you guys, pretty much. But absence makes the heart grow fonder, so that's what we're Hopefully. here. We're gonna give you Hopefully. all the love now. But when when we most of my experience in Mike's too of Humboldt was in northern Humboldt. We didn't realize it was a there was a northern Humboldt. We just thought we were in the populated part of Humboldt County. And then when we did the first part, all we kept hearing was like, "Oh, you're gonna have to go down south. You're gonna go ahead down south. That's where the OGs are. That's where this." And then we. So we had this idea uh, loosely based on Murder Mountain and then kind of what kind of also what everyone in northern Humboldt that doesn't live that that lives in cities would tell us about southern Humboldt. Well, and so there was like, even be careful. Blah, blah, blah. There was even like straight up questions walking into you know, when we first did Northern Humboldt, we would ask the people the questions and they'd be like, uh, you got to ask the Southern Humboldt people those questions. Almost like, you know, they had no reference points or reality to the questions we were asking. No, that is, yeah, that is very true. And well, and I think that was a, I think we learned that was a sign of respect too. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you know, whether you see it in, what I've taken away from it is the most factual parts of Murder Mountain are like the first 10 minutes when they break down the OG stuff and they have footage of camp. Because like even coming back here and trying to explain to people what camp was like, I tried to look up YouTube videos and stuff, but you know, there's nothing that really breaks it down the way that that documentary did. Yeah, that documentary did a really good job on that. And then the second half we learned was not as accurate. And uh, they were very adamant about that, too, which is pretty (laughs) great. Well, and, uh, you know, we reference it, but it's like small town or hillbilly bullshit. And, you know, like, you know that that doesn't speak for an entire community. No, and it's not special to one community either. It's every community. Like, they point out several times like there's places you don't go in the city and i'm like yeah i know <laughs> that's the point i'm trying to make i'm trying to i'm also agreeing with you and making this point so but it was uh it wasn't what we thought it was going to be i don't 
I don't think. No, not at all. I mean, like I said, it's very reminiscent of Southern Oregon. And, you know, so I kind of knew what to expect and what we were going into. But honestly, just as far as Oregon's considered, you know, across the entire state, it's the same thing that we found that California is just way more open to kind of telling their story. You know, like in Southern Oregon type of thing, you can't just have it open up the way that Southern Humboldt opened up to us as far as, you know, people with these very compelling stories and just being like, yeah, come on down. I'll tell you all about it. Oh, we were so welcome. Once we were welcome, we were very welcome. How yeah. about How about that? It, it was definitely like dominoes type of thing too. And like, you know, one of the people we recorded told us after he was like, you know, so-and-so, you know, vouch for you. And now I'm going to vouch for you. So you should interview this person and that person. And, you know, it is very much word of mouth and it just opens up like, you know, just from being a little kid and going home to Ireland when we'd go see my grandparents you know, they lived out on a farm in the middle of Ireland. And when we would go home to visit, the first night we're there, it's like five other people from farms are also there visiting, as they say, and saying hi. And that even happened for us, too. If we showed up to one place and there was a bunch of people just sitting there and just being like, hey, how's it going? We're just sit here and listen to you guys talk. And then they come in and out of the conversation. Yeah, no, that was the yeah. That one's gonna be an interesting listen, I think, for our uh, our subscribers, <laughs> and it's gonna be a hell of a challenge for Slee as an editor, because <laughs> it was also that one was like, yeah, there's people coming in and out. Everyone had wild stories. The wind was really picking up that day, so we were outside. Uh, they were trying to feed us. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot. Of, there was horses, little car. <laughs> there was a lot going on. But yeah, and I I don't know. I just love the entire experience and then, you know, especially being in the redwoods. Redwoods are my jam. Yeah, no, I did the thing I always do where I've found uh, more property that I need to buy <laughs> and start my homestead. This one's dope. I'll send it to you guys. It's it's the one. I found the one. Let me know if you need a grower. <laughs> Okay, Mike. Yeah. Let's do it this way. Let's say you roll up to the place. We get an Airbnb, <laughs> and it's kind of in between. Our Airbnb is in between Southern Humboldt and Northern Humboldt, uh, the best we could do. 
It was by Altoona or Fern Tuna. What was it? Fortuna, man. You've got to fucking st- <laughs> like it's it's a weird thing where it's like it's not even funny. It's like it stopped being funny and it got into like worrisome to where like I think there's something wrong. There's like a hole in your brain and we need to take like you're having a small stroke every time. No, I am for sure worried. I'm I've been doing cognitive. Okay, tests. because like you said it, you said it that you said Altoona the whole time. And I kept thinking, like, oh, he's kidding. And then I watched people be like, just like, it bu- it bugged people there that you were doing that. <laughs> and that was the only thing keeping me from not being bugged by it, too, was I was like, man, it bugs other people. That's pretty funny. That's why I'm a good brand ambassador. I'm making relationships in the community. No, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, saying stuff. We rolled up to the Airbnb, and uh, that was an interesting experience. First off, the guy was definitely bummed that it was me and not you, so that was fun. He was just like, oh, oh, you're not the dude. But he was yeah, very... Because, yeah, I forget that because I've been on television a couple of times, and then I put my name on the Airbnb thing. I forget people can just Google that. And when you're like, yeah, he seemed bummed. It was just, it wasn't you. And I was like, why? Oh, because <laughs> I've stood next to Conan once. Um, but he did. It was uh, quite the humble welcome, though, is it's just straight up an Airbnb. And he had like a cookies bag with a bunch of nugs and a bunch of pre rolls and stuff. And he was like, welcome to Humboldt. And the house was fucking dope as shit, too. It was like back in the Redwoods. It was really cool. Now, uh, you'll hear none of the windows had any curtains on them, which during the day was awesome. But I slept downstairs because Mike, I'm not, Mike's, yeah, Mike snores so loud, you guys. It's it's bothersome. It's like, it not bother. it's like worrisome. It's like, <laughs> hey, he does the Altoona thing, and then he snores like that, and you're like, we're going to have to take him to the hospital. So, but, so anyway, that's another story. So <laughs> it is a great, it's a great, it's a great place. Uh, we're, there's redwoods all around us. It is dope. Like we're feeling the, feeling the flow. Then the next morning, the guy comes out and he's like, hey, what's up? We do meet him. And then uh, he he drops knowledge that his mother who uh, happens to also own the house that we're staying at, is the mayor of Fortuna. So we're like, okay, we're going to keep our our P's and Q's. And then I mentioned that I'd like to talk to the sheriff, which we didn't get to talk to. And he was like, no. I was like, I'd love to talk to your mom. And he's like, yeah, she might talk to you. She's anti-cannabis. And I was like, oh, now I really want to talk to her. Uh but we, ne- I think he saw that glee in my eye, and that probably ruined it. That's definitely what ruined it, was that I was like, yeah, I want to talk to her. And he was like, no, absolutely no, not. That's not going to happen. That's but, what. I mean, and like most of these houses, you know, they're all up in the hills in between the trees, but they're all just the most picturesque, beautiful type of thing going on. And it's like, people just live like this? Like, all the time? Like, that's insane to me. No, it wasn't insane. It was. It just made all the sense. 
it makes all the sense to me. Um, like I said, I found the. I'll send you guys the link. I'm gonna start saving my money right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but and then yeah, what that was like. I think that was like a fun part of like, but like I think that's just a great introduction to what we're about to and what Humboldt is. He's like, no matter where we went, so and so knew so and so, or this is this, and then he knew the farms. Because he was like, where are y'all going today? And we're like, going down this road or something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's like this farm and this farm. We're like, ah, I guess. <laughs> and Another I'm- funny part was everybody's like, you going to need four-wheel drive, go where? And everyone, every one of them is like, y'all got four-wheel drive, going to need that? Go on, 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 on. And I think it's because they thought I was from Los Angeles. That they're like, ah, oh, you going to need, you don't know how to drive. You going to need to get helicoptered in where they're going to. And then we went every time, and it was just like, this is this is fine. This is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Several times I was just like, this, I was like let down. Like, this is it? That's like a road, you guys. There's an actual road. What was this? It was you don't know four-wheel dogger down there. They got, there's trays next to the road there, so you're going to need to be real nervous. And I was like, I'm going to fight every one of you. Though that one road was a little bit sketchy. It was completely there were a dirt. Couple. Like, it was completely dirt for, like, five miles. Like, and that's the other weird thing. It was right outside of Garberville. So, like, you're just <laughs> in the middle of town, and they're like, oh, yeah, just go to the post office and then go two blocks down and take a left by the highway. And then it's just like, and then you're going to drop down, and you're going to go through a tunnel under a bridge, with, and it just turns into a rock, uneven road for we did. about five miles. I don't know if you noticed, but... When we that one we did leave town and go over the one oh one and then like within a minute we were on a dirt road and then we went under a tunnel or in a tunnel under the one oh one. I don't know if you realize that. We went over the one oh one and then within four minutes we went under a tunnel and then that's over three or four mountains and then through six farms to get to the end of the farm where we were going. I mean, honestly, I think going over the 101 and then going under the 101, that's how you get to the fourth dimension. I mean, there was probably Bigfoot stuff there. We learned that Bigfoot only lives in the fourth dimension. He doesn't only live there, but he protects the dimensions and people traveling in the dimensions, and he doesn't even care anything about uh, humans. So yeah, we're kind of like see him. Yeah. We're not nothing. We're just not of. We're not on his job description. Is the way I understood it. He's got other things that he's dealing with. Yeah, we talked to Redbeard again, and you guys can't. And he gave us the lowdown on reggae on the river. Yeah, we got. We talked to Cornell and Redbeard. We had them come in and just that was a good. That episode's going to be good because it. Really, what it is more than anything is a Humboldt hang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Humboldt and distance, socially distance hang. Yeah, exactly. But still, like it was like a quint- like they told a lot of crazy Humboldt stories where they would start going back and forth about stuff that like none of us had any idea. <laughs> then we'd have to interrupt, and then but it was just like the stuff that they were so casual about was insane 
for any like that's gonna be a fun it's it's it it's the perfect like uh if you could just like be a fly on the wall of like what a what a typical hang in Humboldt is <laughs> that's what this is and I think that's that gives you a better idea even of what like Humboldt is and they talk shit about places and they're like be careful going down to southern Humboldt you guys and we're like okay <laughs> and then we went down there and we're like it's great you it's fucking city assholes time. you guys are the one who's fucking getting handed opium in the middle of a music festival and stuff like Jesus it was the first, yeah, you, don't ruin it. Don't ruin the <laughs> the stories. I was trying to tease it, and Mike's just giving you, like, and then Luke Skywalker <laughs> is Darth Vader's son. And you're just like, Mike, this is not what Shut this episode up. is about at all. I'm just so giddy. Um, I'm just so hitting. excited. <laughs> it's like you're telling somebody, so you're, like, you're like, hey, tell that joke, and you just say the punchline <laughs> as, like, Say the thing punchline. Say joke. say the yeah. one joke thing. I'm just yeah, really yeah, excited just... for them. I want them all to hear yeah. it. It's an exciting trip. I'm still coming down off of the high of being on that trip. Um, and, I mean, it was just kind of amazing the types of people that we met. And then just to get to hang with Redbeard. Well, and then there were... Uh... We had some good food. We went to Ferndale, had some pizza. Oh, yeah. Mike went and sat on the beach a couple times, which was good for Mike. Mike likes to do that. I got right with my emotional self. He did seem pretty right. So, you guys, it was. it's just a special time. I would encourage anybody, you get a chance, go visit Humboldt. We, uh, we drove through the Avenue of the Redwoods or Avenue of the Giants, which is just if, if you're headed up there, just take that street. It's like a three or four mile little detour that goes next to the 101. It's beautiful. It makes you feel small and insignificant in the in the best possible way. I think that's what's so beautiful. We met a lot of people, too, this time that have been there for their whole life and generations before they were there. We get this, you just get this great perspective, I think, on what camp is, which is when the military and the state and the federal government came in and tried to eradicate all the marijuana plants, and they just, they ultimately failed miserably. And it, it was just, it's just cool to hear all these people tell these stories, and, and not in a, like a, like, they, it's, they've got a pride about it, it it just I think it I know I'm getting I'm a little overwhelmed too I think about the whole trip because there's a uh, it's why we we do, we're doing this is some of these people we interviewed this time are like the 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 best example of why we're doing this is because they're outlaws in the truest sense that they believed in something. And then they fought their whole lives for this thing. And then they got through to the other side in a way that's just like you can see it in their faces where you're like, you did it. You did the thing and society and the world's going to be a better place for the way you did this thing. And it like there was like there's there's parts where I was like literally there's parts you're going to be moved. Uh, I was moved in a way that I didn't expect. 
going in. I knew we'd have fun and meet some cool people, and we met we met special people. You know, they're definitely cool people, but we met some like some truly special people that are doing some special things that like I left inspired in a way I haven't been inspired in a long time. Uh, it was uh, it, like it's that Humboldt magic. I kept. Uh, I'm aware that I was breathing more oxygen than I normally am, but <laughs> I still. F- I still feel that way, and I'm back in L.A. with, like, the tinge of a pollution headache. So it's 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 a really, I hope the interviews come across the way that they made me feel in the moment. I mean, ultimately, for me, too, like, I've kind of always poo-pooed California, especially Humboldt area, just because it's like, oh, Humboldt, they're known for the weed, and... I've always unabashedly said that Oregon's got way better cannabis than that. Like, we just, we're better at it. You guys can produce way more, but we're just better at it. But, you know, especially talking to some of these people and just seeing how much of their childhood had been consumed by being in this industry and what they had to put on the line you know, as far as their childhood being involved in stuff. And then just even the times of, you know, the shit they went through in life to grow this plant and to start this industry for where it is so that I can come along now and have a job in this industry. You know, it just made me really thankful for the things that, you know, they sacrificed for it. Yeah. No, and everyone should be thankful. And they're they're continuing. Here's the other part. It's like they're not done, and you can also see that where they're like they're still they're still mad at the way it's being regulated and who's getting this and the way they're it's being farmed and what's important and what's not important. And they're not wrong about any of that either. So it's like these people's voices need to be lifted higher and higher because it's just. I mean, like that moment where we said, like, she's like, you know, we just want to be part of the counterculture, and was like, you are the counterculture. Yeah, it's like you're not, you're not like some symbol or something. You're the people doing it. The people that, you know, you're not. I don't know what I. Yeah, you're not the twenty dollar t shirt that you can buy at Walmart that has counterculture logos on it. Like these people were actually the foundation of what I consider to be an awakening in American culture, especially. I mean, the great awakening in England was when the majority of England in the medieval times stopped drinking beer and started drinking tea. And that co-signed and coalesced with an awakening of you know being civil to each other and having certain moral ideology and i firmly believe that in this country that will also happen with cannabis being you know widely accepted and widely used by people we'll get away from the pharmaceutical (laughs) industry start taking care of our bodies and Eating better and exercising and putting it all together because it's multiple systems combining to make us one. I'm a dad. I can't wait for Slee to throw some music under that. (laughs) Just a bunch of auto-tune also. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now we got an outro theme. (laughs) It's perfect.
Perfect. It's for all the kids that listen to the show. Yeah, the kids. We got to think <gasps> about the kids, man. But no, I'm I'm very excited for the season. I'm excited for the listeners to hear this. These people, I mean, it just keeps opening up into a deeper level of just mind-boggling stories with these human beings. Yeah, there's a lot of helicopters, a lot of, uh, I mean, the interesting part is like every person we went to, there were some overlapping themes, but not in an annoying way. Everyone had their own perspective on some similar experiences and some similar uh, things. And then everyone had their own thing and way of doing things, which was interesting too. And they, there was like a lot of respect for just like a, and I've heard that from other people about Humboldt from like growers. I know just talking about just being like, it's the wild west out there. It's the wild west out there, bro. Something else. And then you go out there and you're like, I see what they're meaning and, like, you know, they're honest, too. There were some parts where they're like, yeah, there's dangerous parts here. You shouldn't go to this place or this place or this place because no. this is what's happening. And then they talk about, like, when organized crime try to come in for a while and just start growing. But you know what? It's the turnover. That was pretty interesting, too, where they were <laughs> they were just like, there's, like, there's still some, there's, like, some, but not like it was because it's, like, hard work. And I was like, yeah, that's a... Uh, it reminds the me money's of, not as good as and easy as you think it's gonna be. It just reminds me of grinding it out, you know, just as far as like uh, you know, and just even in my time here I've had some friends from Jersey come out here and not last very long and they thought that it was gonna be drug dealing when it's just farming. And you gotta keep farming even when, you know, the summer kicks your ass. And you got to just keep grinding through, you know, whether it be wildfires, mold, like even every single place we went to, all of the farmers were like, this is good. This is good autumn. We haven't gotten the rains yet. Can you believe this This is keeping the rains are keeping off? Like, you know, that's the type of stuff they're talking about instead of flossing and buying cars and stuff like that. Yeah, there was no flossing. Mm -mm. No one was flossing. There's some cool stuff. Like we saw, like there's a house made out of mud stuff that they were <laughs> trimming in, or they were trimming and, and curing in. That was really cool. Uh, it was just like a everywhere we went was also a little bit of an adventure. So we didn't get as many interviews as we did last time because it was like everywhere we went was like, ah, it's going to take like an hour to get there, an hour and a half to get back. <laughs> And then so there's like one day we got a couple hang. done, and yeah, and then they wanted to hang for the way, which was fun because you get out there and you're like, we should hang, man. We're out in this <laughs> cool ass farm, dude. And then yeah, by the end of the day, when it got dark, like we're, like that little thing where I was always like, we should do another interview or try to get. Well, I was like, I just don't think we have four hours <laughs> to go do another interview right now. We'll have to stay on somebody's farm. <laughs> I wouldn't want to drive some of those roads at night either. No. But we we, we will. got some stories, too, about people stealing crops and shit like that. That was something I didn't think about till, till Brad, the last interview, was talking about. He's like, yeah, I had to guard. That was my job was guarding crops. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, people steal them. <laughs> but it was upward mobility with that position, though, because then he ended up, well, we'll see. 
Well, you have to listen. God damn it, Mike. You but caught I yourself caught that myself. I, that was you a did. tease. That's a tease. God. <laughs> and so as you started, I was like, come on. Shut up. <laughs> but here's how the ending is. And everybody dies. No, they did. <laughs> never show you. Yeah, you should never preview a movie with Mike McGowan like even before it comes out. The like, dude was yeah. dead the whole time. It was just crazy. <laughs> oh, he's oh Bruce Willis is dead. Sorry, if you've never seen Die Hard, we just ruined it. Um, that's a funny joke. Thank you. I think you're stoned as a fucking bat on this one. Because it is, like, a couple of times it has been tough to uh, get you back into what we're talking about. I might be, you know, nothing cross state lines, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's an, that's another one. That's another one I want to talk about. I was telling Slee about this because I was catching him up on audio and stuff today, and I was like, I was like, by the end, we were so tired, and we both had drives on Sunday night. And I was going to my car, and Mike was going to his truck, and he was like, is there anything you need to get out of my car? I was like, I don't think so. And then I got like 45 minutes south of where we were at, and you were probably 45 minutes north. And it hit me. I was like, yes, there's two bags in there. And one of them smells like actual fruit. <laughs> and I just, I don't want to get too much into it on the podcast because there are legal concerns and everything like that. But, you know, it's just wonderful citrus fruit from California. And I know they have their hangups about produce moving across state lines. Yeah. And I was mad that I didn't get some of that <laughs> fucking produce because there was, God damn it, it, it smelled good. It wasn't either of our faults. We were just like, well, we did it. You got it. Now we got to get in a car and drive for now days. I drive for fucking seven hours. My brain doesn't feel good. Uh, God damn it. It was fun. I mean, we may go back. We got to decide. We have to. I've already decided. It's done. Okay, well, then we decided. We're going to go back before we go to Colorado. I, shit. I think Colorado might be season three. Well, but the... the my the biggest episode. I for don't know. Me, I didn't say for sure. I know, but the biggest episode for me, you know, is somebody that I can tell just by the way the community stand standed with him. You know, I think his good word and graces is going to. Open I wasn't up even so going to say a word about that interview. I didn't say I a word wanted, about that. Oh, interview. I know you. Okay, that I was talking about the other man. root interview. Okay, because that interview and that man, I just want to drop it. Do you know what I mean? I want us to do the intro, outro, and then just, like, I don't want to hype it, and I'm hyping it a little bit right now, yeah. of course. Cause Much doesn't need is, to but, be said, though. But, like, as far as, like, expectations of, like, story and stuff, just... <sighs> I have, like, all these it's pictures. One of, it, there's two. There's two. There's that one, and then there's the... And then... The other one is the same type of story, but the opposite end, kind of. Extremely. But they're both both so moving <laughs> and so compelling. Ah, you guys are, it's a good second half, and I think you're right. We're going to, because 
Because when he opened up and was like, there's some people you need to talk to, this person, this person, this person, we were both like, I think you're right. Oh, shucks. We're going to have to go back down to a beautiful agricultural area with an amazing beach and fantastic cannabis and spend a weekend with our friends. I know. I know. But, you know, you get excited. You're like, we should. But, yeah, it's just not. I think you're right. We're going to have to go back down. This season's going to be longer because it's like it's still not doing it justice. I mean, California is a big state. Humboldt's a big county. It needs all of but that. But it's not. Well, that's what we're also learning. It's not. <laughs> it's you know what not. I mean? That's the cool thing. Ah, Yeah. You guys, the second half is real good. And we're going to time it better this time so we don't leave out it. We don't just leave you hanging on a week. We'll just have one when we go up. Sorry, you guys. I hope you forgive us, but COVID isn't. week grow wise so much i got so much growing right now so we are going to be harvesting the max stomper which is that's the first time i've heard about this oh yeah it sounds aggressive i don't know if i don't (laughs) my immediate reaction was like i don't like it i'll show you how big the colas are and it is aggressive it's like whoa don't make me feel inadequate put that away um okay <laughs> but we the ma- use, we use way different <laughs> but the max stomper is from the famous capulator which is a breeder a seed dude and he has a strain that's called the mac one which is the oh yeah you've heard about that That's the miracle alien cookie strain that he found the phenotype, and then he bred it with a bunch of stuff. So it's the Mac 1 times uh, Grape Stomper, I believe. And uh, it definitely stomps on your fucking nose. It's fantastic. So we'll be harvesting that soon, and that'll be going to all your favorite places. You know, uh, Sweet Tree Farms, if you're in Eugene, support the fam, Next Level, and the Herbal Connection. But yeah, we got some fun weed coming your way. Man, that's good. We 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 we, we like to we like to feed the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you guys, thank you so much for listening. This it's it, the second half is coming, and it's it's something else. Also support our Patreon. We're about to I'm about to get the tent in and then we're gonna get rocking. Sorry the videos have been I wouldn't say lagging. We're just trying to figure out the best way to do this for you guys so you guys can learn the best way possible. So thank you guys so much. 
And we're working on some new t-shirts too. Oh yeah, we got so many We got several coming. several three. Yeah, we got some some merchandise. You guys are going to love it. All right. Go your own. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>